0: Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrett's Horse & Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit
1: horseandhound.com.au.
0: Yes, good morning everyone, welcome to Mobile Rolling, and uh, look, there was something there Saturday night which really uh, made me quite happy to be at the trots, and it was the cheering of the crowd with a couple of winners here, Arco, and also the Capiti Express, and this is due to a great insight, uh, I think, and kudos to Aaron Bain Racing, where he's getting people involved with big syndicates and it's brought some atmosphere back to the track and, and I just love going to the trots when I hear that in the, in the background because as you know with COVID we've had uh, a lot of people not able to go to the trots but... Um, I just thought it was time to get Aaron Bain back on, not only to talk about his team and his success in this syndication area that he's um, really covered strongly, but also part of the Carnival of Cups. So we'll get him to wear a couple of hats, but he's been kind enough to join us this morning once again. Good morning, Aaron, and uh, congratulations, mate. Well done with this syndication thing you're doing. Hats off to you for sure for me. I I love what I I see at the trots nowadays.
1: Yeah, thanks, Jim. Thanks for having us on. Always good to come on and chat about it, but... um... I suppose it was seven days a long time in racing. they were both I think a dollar ten the week before and got rolled, but uh, they won seven days later on the night so um, we just had to uh, call cool the jets for a little bit, but it was good to see and put it together on the same night uh, this week. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, confident drive by Danny Hill on Arco in the first to go and sit outside of Rockingwood charm and, and the girls syndicate or the ladies club, the Aaron Bain Racing Ladies Club. Again, remind us how many how many we've got in the syndicates and, and tell us a bit more about Arco and the
1: ladies club syndicate. Yeah, so I use the, we use the word syndicate very loosely. I prefer to call it the, the ladies club. Uh, you know how we went about forming it, but there's two hundred and fifty uh, ladies in the ABR Ladies Club, which. Uh, race Arco with us and they're certainly sharing in a lot of fun she's had uh, eight starts in Australia now for five wins and three seconds and you know she just um, you know she was really good on Saturday night probably the 2230 suited her a lot better than the, the leader rocking with charm who beat her at uh, her start prior was a shorter trip but you know the longer they get in in trips sort of the better she is so you know she was she was sort of did it easy on Saturday night yeah so that was good the
0: the girls were out on the track getting their photo they were happy and all all dolled up and looking good out there with their lovely horse uh, and she was looking pretty good and then the boys had to step up with the lads club with the Capiti express in race number three and how many in this uh, club yeah so we have got
1: 264 in the uh, lads club um which is a sort of just raised that raised the, the stakes here a little bit on the ladies but um you know, they, um, they again, all, all love it and, you know, he's, he's given them a couple of really big thrills, none bigger than the Gawler Cup, uh, obviously as part of the Gawler Carver Cups, but um, Saturday night, uh, he was probably better again than he was at the Gawler Cup to, you know, run that similar time and sit outside the leader around Globe Derby, which is no easy feat and, uh, you know, he was, he was very good Saturday night, so I'm really happy with sort of, you know, if you go back a week ago, I thought he was, although well, he had a tough run, I thought he was disappointing, but, uh, you know, we were in two minds if he was going off or the other way. He just needs that week-to-week hard racing and I think he'll be better again this Saturday night on the back of that. So um, He likes to do it the hard way and he takes a bit of driving to do so. Yeah,
0: look, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. He he just out-toughed them, didn't he? he, Like he was outside of artillery and put him away comfortably and and Premonition had the chance behind but he he found when Premonition came to the outside and looked at the thread, he he just found and, and he's got a good will to win when he's up near the lead, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, and I think probably, you know, as Wayne highlighted after to all the Lads Club members as well, probably the best thing to come away from Saturday night was he was able to run a 56-3 last half, you know, whereas before when he won the Gorla Cup, it was sort of, you know, or the middle half was in 55-8, I think, around goal. That's a quick track. But, you know, he's typically just run solid throughout, whereas... You know he 's peeled a very quick last half twenty eight two twenty eight one and then still been you know, there to tough it out at the finish so he 's got he showed a bit of a glimpse of speed as well as as toughness you know which is good yeah
0: well it wasn 't all cheering scrappy Doolan was a, was a, a short price favourite to take out the trot but um... Come to pressure time, uh, and there was a lot of pressure. I mean, the track was fast, but, I mean, of Baron Alyssa running home the last mile in, in two minutes made it really nearly impossible for, for him to catch her. But, uh, gee, he got close until he galloped under pressure.
1: Yeah, look, this Adebay and Alyssa had the Danny factor on, led and run, and it was going to be very hard to uh, to run her down from the 20. You know, as you said, he, he hit the nail on the head there. He, he went, Adebay and Alyssa, the lead the has gone two minutes, His last, her last mile, and you know, scary to think what Scruffy's run off the 20, you know, 59 last half, like he's run a 58 last half himself, sort of three wide from the 700 to the 400, Um, you know, so he's he's made up a stack of ground and take nothing away from the winner, she was outstanding and she's a very nice horse on her night, but, um, you know, he was brave in defeat and, you know, it was probably Wayne just under that hard drive that he galloped, Um, you know, he was just trying to get that last surge out of him, but. You know, had it been uh, had he been ahead in front, of it, so it was the decision would have been overturned. But um, I, you know, you put a line through the reason why he galloped there. It was just that he was driven so hard and and trying to surge him along. But um, you know, he, he'll he'll back up again this Saturday night. Um, he's a lovely trotter. And, you know, we've been you know I've just been ever so grateful to have him arrive in our stable and, and have the opportunity to train him here in Adelaide. I think he's going to win a lot more races and be very prominent over the you know the Trotters Cup Carnival early in the new year. Yeah. You, you, you've spoken a couple of times
0: about Saturday night. So, what have you got in line for Saturday night, just to, off the top of your head?
1: Yeah, so he'll go around in the, uh, the, the discretionary uh, discretionary trotters handicap there, the Capiti Express will, and around in the Heat's finals. Uh, Arco, there'll be another race on the program for her she's not going to go in her heat final, just that uh, she's got to go back across the border to pick up her Vic bread bonus in a couple of weeks' time when the border's open there, so we sort of don't want to uh, get too high in the ratings to make it too hard on her before we go across the border. So uh, we'll just keep her in a, in a lesser race, uh, you know, like a $4,500 race to just monitor her points for another couple of weeks and and then uh, push on. But, uh, yeah, we've got a few there Saturday night. We've nominated seven at this stage, but I probably expect four or five of them to go around. Yeah, um,
0: just explain to the people listening that, that follow harness racing, but don't follow the intricacies of, of the the, um, the Vic Bread Bonus. Just uh, tell them what it's worth to to people that win the Vic Bread and how it goes about for, for South Australian horses to go over there and get it.
1: Yeah, actually, she's a little bit of an interesting one because she's obviously a New Zealand bred horse, and people who question how was she Vic Bread eligible. But she's by uh, actually by Shadow Play, so a Victorian based stallion. So when she come to. Australia, we paid up for her to be a, a eligible, which is obviously a late fee. But, uh, you know, she, her first win in Victoria is worth $7,000 on top of the state money. Um, 80% of that goes to the owner. Uh, she's already won half of it because she won a $4,500 race in Victoria. But to get the other half of the bonus when you do it that way, you've got to win a seven. Um, you know, she was successful a week later when she did it in a four and a half grand race, but you don't get it. Um, you know, winning two four and a half grand races if that makes sense. So it's about placement as well. But um, you know, at the time, half the bonus was good, and we have sort of just um, you know, we obviously COVID's held us back a little bit to travel a bit in the Mildura, so it's made. Otherwise, we'd have been there earlier than now. Uh, she was there first up this preparation, but then got pretty crooked. She was you know, she was sort of four weeks between runs thereafter. She just didn't travel all that well and, um, at the start of her preparation. It may have been a big ask, and it was a, a solidly run race. So. Um, you know, she'll be at the peak of her game when she's ready to go back and she'll handle the trip time.
0: Before we talk about uh, your runners that you've got in today, let's take that hat off as a trainer and let's put the hat on as far as person involved with the Gawler Carnival of Cups. Uh, again, remind us what your role was as one of the directors and uh, tell us what the the afterthoughts of the Gawler Carnival of Cups has been so far.
1: Yeah, it was, um, so the Gawler Carnival Cups was a 10-day carnival in from the 15th to the 24th of October, um, accumulating with all three, um, you know, coves having their cup day in that week. Um, was certainly, a, there was a lot of action on the track and off the track in and around the community. And we've had a lot of positive feedback from year one, certainly a lot to work on for years two and three, how we can, you know, better run, you know, subcommittees to manage separate events. Um, you probably don't know, um, you, know you don't realise those events until you get... Certainly a month out, but then in the week of actually how much there is to do, and then even the follow up after you know we were supported by a great team of people, and my role was uh, one of the four uh, directors I was an independent director of just handling the sort of marketing and sponsorship and liaison basically but um, you know it's um, you know it's certainly been well received in the community. all the feedback we've had is very positive on that front, and um, you know it's it's only going to grow in years to come. I was only talking to someone about it after that you know, had, for an individual that might have only gone to one of the Cups that didn't know of Guala Khan the Cups, they do now because it was well publicised throughout and sort of next October you're waiting for it to come around again or, or they're more aware of it. So that'll just naturally grow uh, in the years to come. But, uh, you know, we've, uh, we've got a debrief uh, this week and then, um, you know, basically get into Christmas and then set our, set our sights on planning next year. But there's certainly the wheels are in motion already. You sure? You sure there
0: wasn't some sort of bias that you loved it so much because you actually trained the winner of the, the Pacing Platinum Cup?
1: <laughs> that, that, that brought me to tears, Jimmy. I don't know. I said I think I said it in my speech. I don't know what a Group One feels like to win, but this certainly does. It was a ten thousand dollar country cup, but uh, it uh, it meant a lot that one. And I'm supposed to do it with the lads club horse as well, you know. And, um, you know, in fairness, and we would spoke after the race. I thought he was disappointing the week prior when he got beat outside the leader, um, and then to come out and run the section as he did at Gawler, um, you know, again, it was similar to this feeling. A night, I thought he trained off, but um, I'm starting to learn a little bit more about him. That um, you know, the harder he races, the better he's going to go. So we'll we'll keep going down that line for a while. But it was just a, you know, I think it was just a sense of relief, but also a bit of an accomplishment that we were able to do it, and win the first Platinum Posting Cup. So, um, you know, those achievements they they mean a lot in this sport. You know. Yeah. Well, what can we achieve today at uh, Globe
0: Day? We've got a few runners. What have we got, three runners in today? Have I counted up yeah. right there, Harry? Three in Dad. has okay. got one in, yeah. 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 So let's talk about Miss Malachite in race three on the program. Uh, first starter and the two-year-olds by Pet Rock out of our Sandy Beach. I've
1: noticed she's had a couple of trials. What can you report about her? Yeah, she's a very green filly. She hasn't. She only sort of got broke in 12 months ago. Um, not a lot to her. Um, but, you know, she's uh, got a little bit of good, good little turn of foot I think whatever you know, she's a horse that's going to get better over the next months with a little bit more race experience on her side. But um, she's got a fair share of ability. Um, but you know, Just Chai looks very hard to beat today. So you know, I, I'd she could go very good and run, you know, run second to to Just Chai. But I'd expect her to fill one of the one of the placings. It wouldn't surprise me to see a win. But um, you know, she's just going to need a bit more maturity on her side to make a a nice race horse. You know, she's probably. She's probably a prep away from that. Um you know, she's come a long way this prep to so a month ago sort of or do we trial, don't we? She won her most recent trial but um you know, I she'll be thereabouts but I'm not uh, not going out of my way to uh you know to tip it to anyone. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I only watched her second trial where she won. It was a soft win in the trial. Sam Pascoe didn't knock her around over the concluding stages. she came from back in the pack. What about her first trial? I didn't watch the replay where Mickey Steenheim, who's in this race, beat her in the trial. What, what, uh, what do you remember from that trial, her first one?
1: Yeah, she sort of went and sat parked the last lap. They didn't go hard. Did they two, went two eight, two nine. Um, yeah, it was all all new to her. Wayne made comment that he, you know, could have won the trial if he was serious. It was just out there to give her a good experience, you know. So she come on a lot from trial one to two in that seven days. And, um, she's probably only got to improve, you know, she's only got to improve another, you know, another two to three lengths, which you know, young horses can do that um, before. So I think, you know, she's she's certainly going to be close enough, but um, she's just a she's immature, you know, in her body and in her head. You know, today is about the experience, not. I, I, yeah, as I said, I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not launching into any $3.30 that's on offer at the moment myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, OK. Well, that's
0: her. race five, Pebbles on the beach, Short prize favourite here. Um, look, her, her two last two runs have been very good, I feel. Uh, the run in St. Ledger, just behind some really nice horses right on their heels after having a soft run uh, behind and, and made good ground to run second behind Dancing Finn before that. Um, going through her replays, when Jason Lee drove her at Mount Gambier for the Mount Gambier Derby, she showed very good gate speed to lead there. Uh, what would be the plan with her today, Pillars yeah. on the Beach, from Barry has four.
1: She does come out naturally very good. Um, you know, she's had a few um, barrier manners just going up to the gate, which, you know, will keep her fingers crossed. You know, that Wayne sort of sort of knows a little bit more about her now, but she's, you know, maturing a little bit, hopefully. Um, but her gate speed, she comes out naturally, but Lily Shalane does look a quick beginner to her inside. Um, we're very quick that sort of first hundred. But whether you know Lily Shalane is too, so whether they'd probably have to hand up to see us go to the front, otherwise we'll sit outside her. Um, I thought her best run this prep's been two starts ago against Dancing Finn, You know when she had to come from back in the field and she sort of kept chasing out after her, and you know they ran home in good time there. But you know she's she's always been a nice little nice little filly. Um, you know we bred her ourselves, and you know my mum and I raced together, so you know she's. Uh, She's one of the, one of the um, part of the family, you could say. So, you know, hopefully she can come out and get her job done today and pick up her SA bonus. But, you know, her last run as well behind Arthur, he really, like he'd be winning today, and he, she sort of didn't lose any ground on him in the St. Ledger. So, um, you know, she looks well-placed today to sort of uh, jump back into the winner's circle, I think.
0: So, providing her manners at the start are OK, you'd probably expect her to win that race
1: at, at the short run. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I agree, you know. But, um, okay. so, yeah, she's got a bit of a mind. Um, you know, she's, yep. she's she's a nice she's a nice filly. She's
0: nice. Yeah. All right. Race six, Alexia Rose, resuming from a spell. Um, uh, I saw her in a recent trial, didn't I? Was that at Gawler? Yeah. Yep.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: Thank uh, what, what you. And at Globe as well. Mm. At Globe as well. Okay. So how's she coming along for a return back to racing?
1: Yeah, she's a horse with um, yeah, she's a bit of a problem child to have around, but uh, no fault of her own. She's just got a uh, few. Minor are uh, niggles that you've got to you know, continue to manage on her at the best of times. Um, but uh, I think she's a horse that, um, you know, she, she won't make her own luck necessarily. She, and um, I've made this pretty clear to owners that she'll sort of, she'll win races, but, um, you know, she's not going to win out a turn, if that makes sense. And I, I think today's about racing her into some form, you know. Um, sort of, uh, I know she's opened up favourite, but, you know, that's probably um, unders to what I thought she'd be. Um, or what she really should be. thats being truthful. It wouldn't, again, surprise me to see her win, but I'd be keeping her... Uh, you know, I'd be erring on the side of caution for anyone looking to wager her in that race, you know. Um, again, you know, she's she's a horse that um, has got gate speed. There's gate speed to her inside, though. Very quick beginner. Um, you know, so where's she going to lob? Uh, what work's she going to do? It doesn't look an overly strong race on paper to kick her off, but, um, you know... She, I'd probably expect to see the best out of her awards later this month when she's had three or four runs out of her belt. Yeah.
0: All right. So that's Alexia Rose. You've been quite comprehensive as usual, Aaron. We appreciate your time. Uh, and, look, uh, keep it going with the clubs, uh, the lads' clubs and the ladies' clubs, and, and just keep getting horses and bringing people to the track. I love what you're doing there. And uh, honestly, say hats off to you and well done and congratulations on your work there.
1: Yeah, thanks, Jimmy, and look forward to keeping it going. So, pleasure to come on.